Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. Absolutely amazing sounds of music this afternoon. My family here on Heart to Heart. 23 minutes after 12, that is your time. Kobegombata together uh, with or rather featuring uh, Ayandan Danzi. And it gives a great platform uh, for our conversation, my family, this afternoon together with uh, Pastor Julia Sambu, who's the author of Partnership Dynamics and Wealth Creation. Uh, Dr. Julius Mangotambu is a man devoted to passionately serving the Lord. He is the senior pastor of Hope Baptist Church in Pretoria, uh, right here in South Africa, as well as CEO of the Center of Leadership Excellence for African Nations. Clean. Uh, I love that. Absolutely love that. And uh, great done, uh, have done great work uh, with uh, uh, institutions like the Tabombegi, um, uh, the Tabombegi African Leadership Institute, amongst many others. And of course, uh, his passion, my family, uh, is that of a career coach, mentor, specializing in helping you. You and I discover our purpose, and Mfundisi joins us uh, for a uh, for a time of encouragement, uh, looking at rejoicing in the Lord. Shala ulalele umganu akowe mishange misha. Tola i epie chugu app store, nomagu play store. Futi unavagashela u radio pulpit Mfundisi, good afternoon, and uh, welcome to Radio Pulpit. Thank you for giving us your time. Thank you, Yanda. How are you doing? Absolutely wonderful. So, uh, you can tell that I'm a little bit reluctant in my greeting, uh, because I'm not sure if, you know, uh, we did this last week, but in case not, because I haven't spoken to you on air in 2024. So, compliments to you, Mfundisi, and God's best for the rest of this year. Thank you, thank you. Compliments as well to you and compliments to our listeners. And uh, it's it definitely a blessing having you interview me for the first time, 2024. What yeah. a blessing. Yeah. Fundisi, <laughs> you want to remind us this afternoon to rejoice in the Lord. Yeah? No. Mm. I think, Ayanda, we, we look into perspective, you know, into 2024. And I think uh, there, there are many people who have waited upon the Lord to get an insight of what 2024 would look like. But I think uh, in the very context of Scripture, I believe that God is inviting us to rejoice in Him. And uh, if you read Philippians chapter 4, verse 4, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always, I say again, rejoice. That's the New International Version. Let me give you the New Living Translation. The New Living Translation says, Always be full of joy. In the Lord, mm-hmm. always be. I still again rejoice. And you know, it's quite. Ayanda, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so fond of uh, Ayanda. You, you, you realize that uh, it's it's definitely number one. I, I might just give you three key factors about rejoicing in the Lord, and I always put it down in simple alliteration. Let me give you three C's which might qualify and characterize you rejoicing in the Lord this year, 2024. Uh, Number one, you must note that rejoicing is a choice. It's a choice. And definitely you'll get into moments when uh, situations are not palatable, situations are not convenient, are not comfortable for you to be able to rejoice. But it is up to you. It should be intentional, it should be conscientious, and it should be a choice factor. That's the first C. You must make it as a choice, a decision for you to rejoice. Uh, look, Ayanda, even if people step on your feet, you know, definitely you have to get into that intentionality of rejoicing. Even if your your, your, your bank account is not as full as you might wish it to be, still 
well. So rejoicing, number one, is, is, is a choice. Number two, see, uh, rejoicing is a character trait. The key word which characterizes rejoicing is the word joy. And if you look at Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, you realize that joy is one of the fruit of the Spirit. And anything around the list of the fruit of the Spirit is meant towards character development. So it's something that you nurture, it's something that you cultivate, it's something that you develop. So rejoicing is a character trait that we must be, it's a disposition that you must develop. There are some people who are into it already. There are some people who are getting into it. And I pray that this year, somebody listening now, this year you don't only choose to rejoice, but you cultivate a character trait of rejoicing. Let me give you the third component. Mm-hmm. Third component is rejoicing as a choice. Number two, rejoicing as a character trait. But listen, this, this third one might be quite heavy. The third component is rejoicing is a command. <laughs> it's a command. <laughs> rejoicing is a command because if, if you see the reiteration of this, as the Apostle Paul highlights in Philippians 4, it says, Rejoice in the Lord. I say, I, I will say again to you, rejoice. So the second emphasis definitely translates it into a command. We are commanded to rejoice. We are commanded to rejoice despite the situations that we find ourselves. It's a command to rejoice in the midst of adversity. You have to rejoice. So it's it's a very important component, which I think if we just highlight the fact that everything will be pleasant this year and you wouldn't go through upheavals, I don't think we're preaching the full gospel. If any pastor tells you that, oh, 2024 would just be a bed of roses, everything mm. would But the reality is that in the midst of the challenges, you can still choose to rejoice. Come on, mm, somebody. Mm, 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 mm. You can choose to rejoice mm-hmm. in the midst of adversity. You can develop a character of rejoicing. And you must understand that rejoicing is also a command. Maybe one question I ask myself, Ayana, is uh, how do I rejoice? How do I rejoice? I think this scripture still is laden with a lot of realities. Mm. The first reality is that the Bible tells us rejoice in the Lord. So number one, your very just spiritual position to rejoice is in the Lord. You know? Mm. So, please, don't don't rejoice in alcohol. <laughs> mm. Even in, in how much money is in your bank account. Because, look, happiness is different from joy. Mm. Happiness is the externalities of our lives. And the things which come from outside should not define who you are in the inside of you. Sure. So, joy an element in the inside. I think you're picking me up, Ayanda. <laughs> joy, joy is joy is something which is inside. Joy is a supernatural, spiritual occurrence which happens from the inside out. But happiness is from the outside in. Mm. And outside will definitely not be permanent. It will be temporal. It will be ephemeral. It wouldn't last long. That's why 
when you have something outside like a monument, it's taken, it defines now your happiness. But the joy of the Lord is my strength. Come on, somebody. The joy of the Lord is my strength. It means even if I go through the valley of the shadow of death, even if I go through hard moments in my life, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The storm that comes my way, the joy of the Lord is my strength. But it can only be joyful if you rejoice in the Lord. Mm. So that ritual position this year, please be in the Lord, be in the Lord. If, if you're following us now, you've not given your life to Jesus, I'll tell you the, the, the most the most important decision you ought to make this year, 2024, is to give your life to Jesus. When you give your life to Jesus, He comes and takes control over your life, and He leads you even through this season. You know, it's, it's not the absence. It's not the absence of uh, turbulence in our lives, but the presence of God even in the midst of turbulence, that's what justifies, you know, God in our lives. When you invite Jesus Christ in your life, he comes to see you through the very challenges that might characterize your life. But number two, you don't only rejoice in the Lord. We are also told that we have to rejoice always. No, I am a... The, the, the reality about this is that the Bible was so intentionally written in this context, and we are not told to rejoice sometimes. You know, we, we definitely would have had a very undulating faith, you know. When times are good, rejoice. When times are sad, don't rejoice. No, the Bible tells us in every situation, mm. in all seasons, no matter the episodes of your life, because rejoicing is a choice, look for a way to rejoice, especially in the Lord. Uh, I've come to realize also, Ayanda, that rejoicing, since it has an element of joy, is not a human design. Mm. It's a supernatural ability. It, it takes only God. It takes only God to put smile, joy into your heart when you're going through tough times. Mm. When, when, people, when people are maltreating you, when people are abusing you, and when you're going through the very storm of your life and your enemies think that you have to give up, that you sail through those storms with smile upon your face and with joy in your heart, let me tell you, it's a supernatural ability. It's not yourself. It's not a natural disposition. It's a supernatural ability. Mm-hmm. How do you rejoice? Rejoice first in the Lord. Number two, rejoice always. Always rejoice. Well, let me give you number three as well. Number three is rejoice victoriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the emphasis the emphasis we get from the last part of Philippians chapter four and verse four the emphasis we get there really drives you know across a very important and emphatic message and that message is in the midst of the storms that you are going through mm. why do you rejoice because the end of the matter is better than the beginning Amen. oh come on mm. I think I ended picking that up now. <laughs> the end of the matter is better than the beginning. Because, you know, you might start in challenges, but it ends up in victory. Mm. So, very well, Ayanda, 
the scripture is inviting us to rejoice ourselves into victory in the midst of storms. Okay, let me repeat that now. <laughs> it means we should sing for joy even when you're passing through storms because those storms have an expiry date. It will not last. And if you sing yourself through the storms, if you praise yourself through the storms, if you worship God through the storms, the end result is that victory is coming your way. Oh, come on, somebody. <laughs> victory is coming your way. Let me give you an illustration, a case study of Acts chapter 16. Acts chapter 16, from verse 16, we are told of Paul and Silas. Paul and Silas are heading to the place of prayer, and they are accosted by this little girl who has a spirit of divination. And she has a spirit of divination. She definitely identifies that these are men of God who have come to preach salvation for people to be saved. And uh, let me let me give you a little bit. I'm chasing the rabbit now, but let me give you a little bit of an information. This year, you will have a lot of false prophets. There are people who come with spirits of divination. Please let Christians be very discerning this year. I'm just giving you a little bit of a side comment as the Spirit of God is leading me. This year, if there is one thing we have to do as Christians, we have to sit under the feet of the Word of God. We have to be under the right of the Word of God, because there will arise false prophets, there will arise false teachers, and you have to have a spirit of discernment, because people will tell you of your life that you might not know that the source, the source of what they are using is not a godly source, mm. an evil source. So uh, that's, that's just, you know, a digression, but I need to make that very clear as we head into 2024. 2024 will be a year where Christians have to spend the time, their time around the Word of God. Stick to the Word. Mm. If you stick to the Word, the Word will stick onto you, and you'll be able to overcome and survive situations. So this, this slave girl is used by her owners, the Bible says, and she's making quite a good fortune. Uh, through that situation. She's pulling a crowd around herself, but one thing is that she dares even uh, accost Paul and Silas and tell them that you, you are men of God, and she's exposing it to everybody. So days go by, and Paul gets back in the spirit. He gets annoyed that this spirit is not from God, so mm. I command leave. Commands that evil spirit to leave. And when he commands the evil spirit to leave, Definitely her owners, those who are making money and trading through that that very experience, they are disgruntled. They are not happy. So we've lost our market. And permit me, that's what is going to happen this year. Some pastors are going to lose their market. Sorry mm -hmm. to say. You know, I am that some pastors are going to lose their market because God is going to expose mm -hmm. a lot shady deals, shady businesses, unclean, you know, operations happening in churches. Amen. And I'm saying God wants a church which is unblemished. And those who are compromising, I'm calling, I'm calling now, people who are mm. compromising, mm. mm. this mandate, this call, this convocation that God has invited us into, you don't have to compromise pastors. You don't have to compromise. I'm inviting a pastor now. Please, man of God, live a holy life. Be consistent. Mm. God will bless you at the appointed time. Don't go for the big churches. It is not you to increase the numbers. The Bible says, and God added to their numbers daily. Come on. It is not mm. using my 
tend to add to your numbers. God will add. If you are faithful, if you are consistent, if you live a holy life, God will add because he's the one who said, I will give my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Long story short, Ayanda, Paul and Silas are detained. They are beaten and they are put in, in jail. Mm. And while they are put in jail, something happens. Something happens. I want to show you the power of rejoicing in the Lord. They are put in jail, and their legs are put in the stock. Mm. Their legs are put in the stocks. Their hands are chained, but nobody chains their mouth and their heart. Their mouth is open to praise the Lord. Their hearts are all open to praise the Lord. And the Bible says, at midnight hour. Come on, somebody. At mm. midnight. Power. These two start worshiping God. They start praying and worshiping God. There are two things that you should do this year. Mm. There are two things that must characterize your life this year. Those two P's are praise and prayer. Mm. <laughs> this year, please be in the place of praise and be in the place of prayer. I repeat it to somebody. There's mm. somebody for giving you an insight of how you can go through victoriously 2024, be in the place of praise, be in the place of prayer. So the Bible says, Paul and Silas, at midnight, even though their legs were stopped, even though their hands were chained, but yet their voices could praise God. I'm talking to somebody, even though you are financially bound, you don't have the means to be able to carry on in the weeks and the months ahead. Even though your hands are tied, I'm talking to somebody, you don't have unemployment. I'm talking to somebody, sickness may be your way. But let me tell you, this sickness cannot stop you from praising God. This financial condition cannot stop you from praising God. I'm talking to somebody, you're going through a tough time in your marriage now. Let that situation not overwhelm you and stop you from praising your God. Look for every means to rejoice in the Lord. And that's what Paul and Silas did in the midst of being thrown into jail, put in the stock, chained. They still started praising God and they started praying. Listen to this. There's a detail you must always read when you read that passage. He said, as they were praising God, they praised God to the listening, to the hearing of even other prisoners. Do you know what that means? It means they were creating faith even for other prisoners. Oh, come on, somebody. It means they were creating an atmosphere of divine visitation in prison. Because when, when you start worshiping God, despite your circumstances, let me tell you, nobody can keep you quiet. I don't know what you're going through now, but let me tell you, nobody can keep you quiet because they don't know what you're going through. Worship God through that situation. Praise God through that situation. Rejoice in the Lord because God is taking you through that moment to give you victory. Mm, and mm, mm. <laughs> Three things which happens, Ayanda, maybe before we round up, let me tell you the three things which happens when you rejoice in your suffering. You know, that's what the Bible says in, in the book of James, James chapter 1 and, and verse 2. The Bible says rejoice in your suffering because this suffering produces perseverance. You understand, if you read again, First Corinthians, it talks of your suffering produces character. Mm-hmm. Character produces hope, and hope does not disappoint. Oh, come on, somebody. 
He doesn't disappoint. He doesn't disappoint. I want to tell you, Jesus does not disappoint you. God does not have any track record of disappointment. He will come your way. And so Paul and Silas began to worship God, began to praise God, began to pray and seek the face of God in the midst of adversity, even in that prison cell. And something happened. Number one, let me give you three Three key components which happen, and you can write this down. I put them three F's which happen. Number one, the Bible says the foundations were shaken. The foundations were shaken. Look, when you start praising God, when you start praying in the midst of adversity, when you start rejoicing, when you start celebrating Jesus Christ, no matter the challenges that you're going through, if you put a disposition of rejoicing in the Lord in the midst of adversity, number one, foundations over your life will be shaken. Mm-hmm. So foundations over your life will be shaken. That's a metaphor I'm using now. Some foundations around your life will be shaken. Some things will give way. Foundations will be shaken. Number two, write this down. The Bible says the doors of the prison flew open. So write this down. Foundations will not only be shaken, but 45 prison doors will fly open. Mm-hmm. F, 45 prison doors will fly open. So I'm talking to somebody, you've been caged in a situation, you've been in prison in your psyche, your mental health is not in the best condition, you're passing through depression, you're passing through oppression, you're passing through frustration, but I've come to tell you, in Christ Jesus there is freedom. That's why I said initially at a commencement, give your life to Jesus, because he's come to set you free. Bible says, if the Son of God sets you free, you're free indeed. But I'm telling somebody, even this year, as you worship God, as you praise Him, as you rejoice in adversity, fortified prison doors will fly open. Fortified prison doors, the very things which have hardly opened themselves in front of you, you know, I am reminded of Revelation 3. Revelation 3 says, I'm the God who opens and no one can shut. Mm. Yeah, that doors which were not opened for you 2023, I pray 2024, God will open those doors for you in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. God will open doors for you to serve Him. God will open those doors for you to be able to reach out to people and change lives. God will open doors of employment before you. God will open doors of restoration. But above everything, God will open doors for the gospel so that you might tell somebody about Jesus. Um, Ayanda, let me, let, me, let me highlight this a little bit. You know, the Bible says in uh, Luke 15, I think, verse 7, Luke 15, verse 7, it says, Angels rejoice when one sinner gives their lives to Jesus. So I want to give a context now. Let me give a context. Because many people, when they think of rejoicing, they're just thinking of their bank account. They're thinking of houses, new house, new jobs, new cars. But let me tell you, it is good for you to have a new car. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It's good for you to have a house, and it's for you to good for you to have a new, a good. But let me tell you, heaven does not rejoice when you buy a new car. Heaven does not rejoice when you have a new house. But heaven rejoices when one sinner comes to the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's something we must bear in mind as we go through the season, the year of rejoicing, is that we must present a soul to the Lord. Please commit yourself to lead somebody to Jesus. Mm. Commit you 
yourself to invite somebody to church. Commit yourself to have somebody surrender their lives to Jesus. You know, Ayala, it makes me think of the song Amazing Grace. Mm-hmm. Amazing Grace is the sound that speaks of a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I'm mm-hmm. oh, I think you, you're preaching with me now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's about it is that there are many people who are lost, and heaven rejoices when these people come to the saving knowledge of Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. So number one, when we rejoice in the Lord, foundations are shaken. Number two, fortified prison doors fly open. Number three, freedom takes place. Mm. You know, freedom takes place because, you know, Ayanna, something happens very strange. The, the jailer realizes because the chains are broken and the prisoners are free. They are free. So the jailer, the Roman jailer, knows that his life is at stake. He wants to take a sword. He's about killing himself. Then Paul says, oh, don't kill yourself. We are still here. And he is so surprised of the honesty, the integrity of these people. And the next question is, what do I do to be saved? And the key verse there, believe in the Lord Jesus. And you are the family who will be saved. And listen to what happens. Freedom does not only come to Paul and Silas, but freedom comes also to the jailer. But let me preach further. Prison, freedom does not only come to the jailer, but freedom comes to the family of the jailer. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to somebody now. There is a great move of God this year. There's a great move of God this year. God is going to free a lot of people. But you are part and parcel. God is inviting you. It's a privilege for you to be in partnership with God for the freedom of many lives. You have to. You have to bring many people to the saving knowledge of Jesus because there are many people who are in bondage. But above everything, even your family members, God wants to save them this year, 2024. Foundations will be shaken. Mm. 45,000 doors will be opened. And freedom will take place in many lives as we keep on rejoicing in the Lord. So I've come to tell somebody, rejoice in the Lord. Let this be your very commitment, 2024. God bless you. Amen. That is uh, Ministry My Family Encouragement uh, with uh, Pastor uh, Julius Makatambu. Uh, this afternoon, uh, rejoice in the Lord, uh, rejoice always, rejoice triumphantly from a place of victory, uh, because we know we are already seated together with Christ in heavenly places. All of these things that sometimes limit our ability to rejoice are under our feet. That's what the Bible says. And Mfundisi says, joy is a gift from God. We can't just, you know, rejoicing. Uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a happiness and then there's a joy. Happiness you and I can curate for ourselves. We can go shopping. We can eat ice cream. We can do many things, you know, that money can buy, you know, to bring happiness. But joy is a gift of God. And uh, this joy, it comes from deep within the wells of our hearts. And by faith, my family. So this joy does not look at your circumstances. It is able to show up every time we focus our eyes on God. Uh, Umfundisi uh, is saying that... uh, Happiness is a fleeting emotion, uh, but this joy, it is a sure guarantee that indeed, you know, we are in God and that he is in us. And so when we rejoice, all we are doing is we are exercising our muscle of joy. Um, 
That is what we are doing. And the more we exercise the muscle of joy, the blinder we are to the challenges that sometimes keep us in that place, you know, that cognitive place of limitation, Uh, that place that tells you, no, you don't have bread to eat, therefore be sad, that place that tells you your child is not getting their reports, therefore be sad. You know, the joy of the Lord is able to superimpose all of those circumstances and realities. Um, um, Fundisi says that we must focus on praise and prayer. Two Ps this year, guys. Two Ps this year. Praise and prayer. And um, Fundisi, I just wanted to comment, you know, when you were, you, when you were sharing that, that there's an, there's an incredible, for me, uh, symbiotic relationship between the two. When you pray, it triggers praise. When you praise, it triggers prayer. And so it's not possible to do one of the two and not the other. Yes? True. That's true. Wonderful. I love it. (laughs) And so uh, the real joy is in the real joy, uh, Bazalane, when uh, in case somebody has lost their joy, the actual real joy is in serving the Lord in the way that pleases him. Right, the Bible tells us, Mfundisi says, that heaven rejoices when one sinner turns to yeah. the Lord. And so the real joy, if we, if we were to partake with the reason why heaven rejoices, it is to be ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven. It is to take on the task of going out yeah. into all nations and making all nations, uh, turning disciples into all nations, right? And in that manner, heaven rejoices. And in that manner, our joy is made complete. This is this has been absolutely eye-opening, Mfundisi. Thank you so much. Uh, what an incredible way to begin the year. And you know what it is? Uh, the sad thing, uh, whilst the news, the good news of Jesus Christ is good, the sad thing is that now that we know, we can't mope around and murmur, right? <laughs> when we go through things, we're going to be reminded that joy is available to lift us up from the muddy clay. Man, man. Yeah. We just want to pray that the same joy with which you have been serving the Lord, uh, may those that have been sent to serve with you uh, find you with the same joy. We pray that the same joy, Mfundisi, that you are encouraging us to have, that this joy will carry you in those times uh, where you have to navigate unfamiliar bands on the way, uh, and that this joy will continue lifting you up, Mfundisi, and keeping you in that place where the glory of the Lord will continuously shine through you and through your acts of faith uh, along the journey. We thank you so much for your time. Appreciate Ayanda. God bless you for the slot, really. It's wonderful. I believe lives have been changed Amen. and changed this year and choose also to bring somebody to the Lord Jesus Christ to that heaven and joy. Amen. Amen. Fundisi, we appreciate you. Um, I don't know, do we find you on the socials, Fundisi? Are you available? Can people check in with you? Is there an email address? On, on WhatsApp, on WhatsApp, I'm on the number 067-1540695. Repeat, 067-1540694. And uh, I'm on Instagram and Facebook on the ID, Julio mm-hmm. Mangot. You can always, I could send you my notes also. Mm-hmm. But today, I could always pray. God bless you. 
Amen, amen. Uh, that is um, Fundisi Julius, uh, my family. Uh, Mbu, uh, joining us here on the program, Heart to Heart on a Thursday afternoon, standing in for Mbo, uh, who is indeed back with you next week, my family. Great uh, encouragement coming through, and we are going to cross over to the news at the top of the hour, kick-starting with a quick break, uh, looking at the ads, and on the other side of that, Kolega with a track titled Alibuyi Lilambata. When the word has gone out from the mouth of God, it cannot return to him for it. And that takes us straight to uh, the newsroom at the top of the hour. Feel the pulse of real life on 657 AM. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729. And our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Matafala moyeng ka go thieletsa lenana la rena la hlala nathi la bobedi le la botlhano ka iri ya robedi thapama thieletsa baruti ka mehuta huta ge baruta le ntshula mojimo go tshetsa tshepo pelonyagago thieletsa radio pulpit mo 657 am go moyeng you and 657 am and life a winning team on the road to eternity